Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Apostle E.A. Ajay. Apostle E.A. Ajay is the founder and pastor of Devotional Life Church. He is also the founder of the Jesus the Answer campaign and an author of several best-selling books. Devotional Life Church is a vibrant church with people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to E.A. Ajay. Today, I would like you to really pay attention to this teaching. Amen. Amen. This teaching is the heart or the engine room of the Christian work. Amen. Amen. Now, last, uh, last week, Tuesday, I said I'll be teaching on, on a king. We'll be looking at the story of a king. Amen. And I said that Tuesday we are going to pray the three-dimensional prayer. Sorry, I think I said two-dimensional, but it's three-dimensional prayers. Amen. And uh, I said, because last week, Tuesday, we can say all we did was look at the importance of prayer in the sense that without prayer, without you praying to God, you will not receive anything from God in a certain sense. Without someone praying for you, Nothing comes down from God. It is prayer that moves. Amen. But then um, I realized that if we come Tuesday just to lead you and direct you on how to pray this three-dimensional prayer, it won't work in the sense that there's so much you need to know and understand of this three-dimensional prayer. So today I'm rather going to teach on what? How to pray the three what? dimensional word prayers. prayers amen then uh, i will we will not i don't know depending on the time maybe i will illustrate it but tuesday for sure we are going to i'm going to illustrate it as what we pray amen, amen. you see no there are different kinds of prayers no matter how you pray no matter what you pray no matter how long you pray if your prayer is not at least three-dimensional it's more likely that your prayer will amount to not to nothing amen. amen so this one i'm not talking about the style you are praying i'm not talking about how you are praying i'm not talking about what you are praying for but it doesn't matter what you are praying for how you are praying or whatever at least that prayer must be what Three what? Dimensional. If the prayer is not three-dimensional, then there is a lack. Mm -hmm. Then, more likely, your, your, your prayers will not be answered. Okay, I am wrong to say will not be answered. More likely, your answered prayer will never manifest. Okay, maybe I am wrong to say more. Your answered prayer will never manifest. But more likely, you all, with all your prayer, you never prayed anything significant. Mm. Amen. Mm. All the three I said is correct. <laughs> Amen. Amen. You see, as a pastor, I've come across a few people who are prayerful. Uh, and these are people who love the Lord and normally... Older people, they've been in the church for a while. 
they've been born again for a while and they all seems to have some say direct to me some don't say direct but what they are trying to say is like they've been praying god don't hear them god don't answer their prayers and you could see as far as they are concerned they, they are not doing anything wrong or they cannot say anything why god has he answered their prayer or why their prayers are not answered but many are times not all the cases many are times i see that because even though they've been praying even though they pray they don't pray three-dimensional and because they don't pray three-dimensional even though they are praying their prayers the answered prayer of their prayers never manifest these are even those that god answers their prayer yes when God answers your prayer, it's one thing for God to answer your prayer, and it's another thing for the answered prayer to happen. Mm. Amen. So I see that many of I'll show you to in the Bible, don't worry. Uh, many of times it's because they don't pray this three-dimensional word. Prayers. And sometimes, even if you don't pray three-dimensional prayers, before God, what happens is even though you've been praying, you've been praying, you've not prayed anything. Even though you've been praying, even before the demons, you've not prayed what? Anything. Amen. So I'm very privileged. I'm very privileged to teach this today. I've never taught this today. By God's grace, I've been preaching. I've been leading prayers in almost seven years now. Because this church will be seven years. Before I became a pastor, I used to teach the church uh, Bible studies, I used to teach Sunday school, but I've never taught this. But this has been with me for years. Because I don't get to teach what I know. I get to teach what is needful, what I'm allowed to, you understand? So there's so much, amen. So I'm very glad that today the door has been opened for me to teach what this. And I beg you, please pay attention to this. If you are already praying three-dimensional prayers, Continue to pray it. If you don't, please begin to pray it. And you begin to see answers of your prayers, man, what? First thing, amen. Now, um, what do I mean by three-dimensional prayers? Uh, the Bible shows us clearly, of course, I'll show you everything in the Bible, that we are to ask whatever we ask, we will receive. This was one of the promises to the extent that he said there's no one who asks and does not what receive so when you ask whenever you are praying you must ask so the first line of prayer is you ask so the asking is one dimension of prayer so the asking is god give me this god i want this god let my child come god let my child listen god let my husband love me god let me be a good wife God, let me be able to fast. You see, you are asking God. You are asking God. So that is the dim one first dimension. So the first dimension of prayer is the asking realm. The asking realm. That's the first dimension. So when you are praying, you don't even need to tell God what you think or uh, what uh, you think. Many people do rather tell God what they think. You don't, you don't need to tell God. You don't need to teach God. God knows or your own is to ask. It's many confused asking and telling God. You, you don't confess to God. Do you know we don't confess to God? We confess to the world, to the elements, to the forces. Because God knows everything. I do not confess to God that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I can't tell God that. He doesn't need that. 
but I confess to the demon, to those uh, authorities, those kings that no weapon fashioned against me shall prosper in the name of Jesus. You see, so you don't confess to God. You don't, you, you don't tell God what you think or what in prayer, but you ask God. It's that simple. Ask me what you want God to do for you. That is asked. I'm just saying this for you to understand. That's the first realm of prayer. Ask. Ask and it shall be given. Ask. You ask. Then the second realm of prayer, after you ask God, you must assume that there are people and people, humans, organization, system, society, uh, schemes, uh, demons, devils that are against what you've asked for, that are opposing what you've asked for, that will resist what you asked for. So the second realm of prayer, because of that, you must pray against every opposition. Every opposition. God can answer a prayer, but it will never refer because someone is saying no to it. Someone is preventing it. Uh, don't worry, I'll show it to you in the scripture. So the second realm of scripture, uh, realm of prayer, or the second dimension, after you've asked, now you must begin to pray. No, this one you are not asking. Against, against opposition against those who are saying no, against any hindrance, anything that is opposing the prayer. So the first realm of prayer is asking, the second realm of prayer is against those who are opposing what you are what? asking for. Anything you want, somebody doesn't want you to have. At least, at least Satan doesn't want you to have it. I'll show you, amen. That is the second realm of prayer. Because you can pray and ask God, but God will answer you, give, but the, those who are opposing it will prevent it. And for, for, the, for the way, you are the first opposition to your own answered prayer. You are, the, you, are, you are the first enemy. Whenever I talk about this, today when I talk about enemy, note you are the first enemy. I will show you why I'm saying that. Amen. So you yourself can even oppose your answered prayer. You are the first enemy. Amen. So you must always, as you act, that is for, you must also pray against those who are not for the for. You, please, do you understand? There is always somebody, including yourself, who is against what you've asked for. So the first realm of prayer is asking for. The second realm is against. Because, listen, there are yes and no all the time. There is for and against all the time. There's left and right all the time. Light and darkness all the time. Uh, there, there is um, everything you want. There's an what? Opposite. Please, you understand. So that's the second realm of prayer, which or the second dimension of prayer. Then the third dimension is, no matter what you've prayed for, no matter what you've prayed for, even though you've prayed for, which is asking realm or asking dimension and against which is the uh, second dimension it could be that you've not prayed anything all those prayers you've said nothing relevant nothing that really 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 matters to the situation because you don't know it because you can't know it because it's even beyond your imagination so that is when you must also utter mysteries so the third realm of prayer is for the same thing as you pray for and you pray against you must now utter mysteries regarding it. So it is the mysteries that you utter 
that now will deal with the things you cannot comprehend, you cannot see regarding what you are asking. The mysteries, you utter mysteries by speaking in tongues. I will show you all these three dimensions in the scriptures. Amen. Because let me show you something. You can pray, eh? That Father, someone give me an example. What, what should we pray about? So I can illustrate this three dimension. We are going to look at everything. No, just come with anything. What should we pray for? We are praying for wisdom. Wisdom. Okay. So you are praying for wisdom. So how will you pray, Father, give me wisdom? I want wisdom. Let me be wise. Give me wisdom. The asking realm. Lord, give me wisdom. That's the asking realm. Now, the breaking realm. Father, whatever mindset I have that will prevent wisdom, deliver me from it. Any spell that has been cast against me or my society or my generation that doesn't allow us to be wise, I break that spell. That is the against what realm. Amen. Now, even though you've asked this thing, it could be that as I'm asking for wisdom, all my mind is on money. My mind is I'm wisdom to make money, which I'm not even what aware. So after I pray this to, I'll begin kabaya baya baya. In addition, no, in addition, so that it will begin to take off what I don't know regarding what I'm asking. This is what I call the three-dimensional what prayer until. All your prayers are three-dimensional. In the spirit, you become like a hypocrite. In the spirit, yeah. And you, you become like a blind person in the spirit because if prayer matters, if prayer works, then what you say matters. Isn't it? Yes. Unless we say prayer doesn't work. But if we say prayer works, which it works, mm. what you pray about, what you say matters. <clears throat> Please, do you understand? Mm. So, if, if what you say matters, then what you don't say also what matters. Please, please do we get it? Mm. So, these are the three what dimension of what prayers, and I'll begin to show it to you in the Bible. Amen. Amen. But Philippians four verse six. Philippians four verse six. Philippians four verse six. Hallelujah. Amen. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Mm -hmm. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. Amen. So it said, be careful for what? Nothing. nothing. But in everything, with prayer and supplication, make your request known. So note, we are to pray regarding everything. Yeah. For everything about everything amen. amen so there's nothing that we are allowed to do or be involved in without prayer that should tell you how important prayer is mm -hmm. this is just to show you what how important what prayer is amen, amen. now the first realm of prayer i said the first realm of prayer is what the asking realm if you look at the Philippians, it said, but in everything by prayer and supplication. What's the difference between prayer and supplication? Supplication is you are asking. Mm. Not like begging, but almost begging. Because the, to the person give you. Mm. 
So that is the asking realm of prayer. You will know that it is different from prayer itself because supplication is a specific type of prayer which is strictly about asking God. Asking God. So the first realm of prayer is the supplication prayer or asking what? God. Asking God. Just asking God. That is when Jesus said we don't need to repeat ourselves. Thinking our many words will cause God to give us God. That realm is just asking. When he said, Father, give me Mike, he knows you've asked Mike. You understand? He, the moment you ask, he has decided whether he'll give you or not. Amen. So that is the realm of what? Asking. The first dimension of prayer. Supplication. Asking. Let me show it to you. Matthew chapter 7, verse 7 to 11. Matthew chapter 7, verse 7 to 11. Amen. Mm-hmm. Matthew chapter 7, verse 7 to 11. I want three things from online, three points, so that I'll use those three points as my illustration throughout. Amen. So online, anybody can type like prayer point, maybe prayer for, maybe for example, wisdom or regarding children marriage, and based on that, I will use that as what? Yeah. Please, let's read it. Matthew 7, 7 to 11. Mm-hmm. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? Amen. So this is the first realm of prayer, the asking realm, as we read, say, Pray, everything by prayer and supplication. I've also said supplication just acts uh, yeah. the action of what asking or what begging for something what earnestly or what mm-hmm. humbly. Mm-hmm. So it's not a matter of you qualify for it. The Lord has given say ask ask and it shall be what given, given isn't it? And say so whoever asks what receive yeah. whoever asks receive and say so there's no one who asks and does not what receive. receive. And he said, even me, look at me, very wicked man as compared to God. If my children ask me for trainers, I don't give them slippers. At least I'll give them trainer. How much more on him, God, when we ask him, he will give us something worth. So this is the realm of supplication. You are, your own is to ask. So there, there, you don't tell God what you think about the situation. You don't tell God you don't speak God's word to him. Your own is to ask. If you speak God's word, you are standing on his word. And I say, because your word says, uh, you, you give wisdom. So give me what? Wisdom. So there, that is not where you are confessing. I am a child of God and, and no weapon fashion against me. You are not asking. You are filled. The realm of prayer, the first line, what, what are you praying for? Just ask God. So the real simple, ask. And it will be given. You see, last time I was speaking to one young girl yesterday. I told her she must ask. Because like, this is a young girl. I told her, listen, she has a fish tank. And no, they won't sell fish to her. So if she wants to get anything about the fish, she has to go with me. And I've told her that, ask me, ask me. You see, I've told her that, ask me. When you ask me, I'll make time, we will go. And sometimes she goes, uncle, how are you? I say, I'm fine. Uh... 
Oh, would you like to go to the fish tank? No. No. I wouldn't like to go. I'm busy. I wouldn't like to go. But that's not asking me. You're asking what I like. I don't like to go there. It's different from saying, okay, please, I want, to, I want you to take me to the fish tank. That one you're asking me. You see? So the ask is ask. God, I want to marry. Give me for a woman, a woman say, give me a husband. Let me be chosen by a man. A man that I would love and he would love me. A man that knows you. For a man, you pray the same thing by say, God, let me find a woman. A woman that I love. You see, you are asking God for marriage. So that is not the realm you confer. You must make sure you ask direct, specific. Because words matter in prayer. When Jesus said, he said, you will be judged by your words. The life and death is in your tongue, what you say. So the asking realm of prayer, you must keep it straight to the point. It's clear. He said, ask and it shall be given. He, he, this, he did not bring any qualification. No, he said, anyone who asks shall receive. So anyone means what? Anyone. It doesn't matter your state. Because prayer is everything. And see, it, please, it's not automatic to know how to pray. The fact that you've been in a church for 20 years, you've been a Christian 30 years, does not mean you know how to pray. See, Jesus, his disciples told Jesus, say, teach us how to pray. This is after they've been with him for a long time. And listening to what they said, say, just as John taught his disciples how to pray. I Meaning it's not natural to know how to pray. It also means that they must have seen something about the way Jesus prayed. If realized, we need to learn how to yeah. pray. So I'm just saying, you cannot assume that you know prayer. There are technicalities. Amen. And when you read it, Jesus began to teach them by teaching us. Or to teach them is to teach us how to pray. So the first realm is asking. That's not where you tell God how good you are. No, no, no. Your own is just ask. Let me show it to you again in John chapter 14, verse 13 to 14. Amen. So ask, just imagine, just ask that need. You want it from a person, your father in heaven. You just ask him. Forgiveness of sin. Father, forgive me of my sin. Today I ask for forgiveness of sin. You are asking for forgiveness of sin. Did they send any list? Oh, yes. they did it. Yes. What prayer topic? Um, prayer for healing, that's the first one. Okay, so healing. Healing. The first realm of prayer in the under this uh, dimension of asking, Father, heal me. When you say, Father, heal me is good. But you must be specific. Heal you of what? So don't say, Father, heal me. No, Father, heal me of this diabetes. Specific, you are asking, heal me of this diabetes. Heal me, heal me totally. Every trace I ask because you can heal me. For you said you will heal us, so heal me. You see, the first realm direct ask. So it's a good thing if you struggle with this realm to start your prayers by saying, Father, I ask that so that I will help you frame your sentence, your request, supplication, that is supplication, an action of asking. That's the meaning of supplication. Almost like begging, earnestly, humbly. 
So it's not a matter of you qualify for it or you're a good Christian or not. You are asking. It's up to God. But he has given everyone the right to what? Ask. So some people say, God, heal me. Heal you of what? Some people don't even ask, oh, but Satan, I am healed. Satan, I'm healed by, my, by his stripes. I'm healed. Yeah, it's true. But you've never asked God to heal you. See, you've prayed, but you've never asked him to heal you. But the rule, the first term is ask. 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 Amen. Look at the John 14, 13 to 14. Amen. Amen. John 14, 13 to 14. Mm -hmm. Jesus answered, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. Amen. John 14, oh, verse 13 to 14. John 14, verse 13 to 14. Hallelujah. Amen. John 14, 13 to 14. And mm -hmm. I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. So Amen. this is a step further. So he said, I will do anything you ask Amen. so that the Father will be what? Glorified. Meaning, it is in God's interest that your prayer get answered. Because when your prayer get answered, God get what? Glorified. So one thing you must know, God is also interested in answering your prayer. But the rule is, he took us the same rule, the asking realm. But he, 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 he made us understand that it is not only asking, but asking in the name of Jesus is there clearly. He, if you shall ask anything in my name, so the word is, Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask that. Father, I ask that do this for me in the name of Jesus. It's not you don't you don't bring it at the end of the prayer. So the Matthew, the John, the same thing, but he gave us a death. Always remember this word. There are rules and regulations, both spiritually and physically. Amen. Jesus said the scriptures cannot be broken. It can't be broken. So it's not just asking, Lord, heal me of this, uh, what, was the, what did I example this? Diabetes. But Father, I ask that heal me of this diabetes in the name of Jesus. Or Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask that heal me of this diabetes. So the asking is in the name of Jesus. God. It is the name that gives us that right. Please, do we understand? Mm -hmm. So you are asking in the name of what? Jesus. Mm -hmm. John 16, 23 to 24. We are looking at the first realm of prayer. The first realm of prayer, which is the asking realm. So like one of my daughters, she normally does that. She can say, Daddy, how are you? I say, I'm fine. I say, wow, you, you look good. I say, thank you. Then she will say, would you like, would you like to eat McDonald's? I'll say, no. <laughs> Oh, are you sure? I say yes. I'm very sure. I don't want to eat McDonald's. You see, and sometimes you, sometimes honest, sometimes you have that lose two pound. And if she should say that, please, I want McDonald's. Please give me two pound to get McDonald's. I would have given it to her. But if come and say, do I want to eat McDonald's? No, I don't want to eat McDonald's. Case closed. Yeah. <laughs> you see, because you see, she didn't ask. I want you to understand the realm of asking. It's a mistake many do. And it's not. It is the first realm of prayer. 
Because when you go to an important person's place, office, the first thing is, they won't say, but like, why are you here? So the first thing is, you tell why. That's the asking realm. It is the first most important because all the other prayer will be based on what you are what? asking. Amen. Amen. Please, uh, <laughs> let's read John 16, 23, 24. Hallelujah. Amen. John 16, 23 to 24. Mm -hmm. In that day you will no longer ask me anything, but truly, sorry, very truly I tell you, my Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. Until now you have not asked for anything in my name. Ask and you will receive and your joy will be complete. Amen. This is the same, but it takes us deeper. For you to know that asking in the name of Jesus mm -hmm. is key. Because this is, he was, he has been there and said, listen, yeah. whatever you ask God, God will do it. But I said, until now, you've not asked anything in my name. Mm -hmm. You've not prayed and asked God anything in my name. Meaning, they have been praying, they've been asking, but not in his name. Mm -hmm. And he said, ask in my name and it shall be given unto you. Mm -hmm. So you see, there's, when you continue to read, there's much more emphasis on this realm of prayer, which is asking God in simplicity, honestly. In the name of Jesus. So he said, up to now, you see, I've been watching you, you see. But as of now, you've still not asked anything in my name. Why? Ask, and it shall be given, and your joy will be what comes. It means that if you don't ask, it will not be given. God knows all things, but if you don't ask, he will not give you. Don't say, oh, he knows what I need. Doesn't he know he knows what you need, and he say, yet ask? If God is to give you what you really need, will you receive it? Many of you will reject it. <laughs> it's true. Many of you will reject it. If God is to give you what he, you really need, because you don't even know you need that, you don't even value your, your, your mind on, on other things. So your own is to what? Ask in the name of what? Jesus. So in the realm, the first realm, or the first dimension of prayer, when you begin to pray, is it only healing that came? No, that's well, well, give me another prayer for strength not to be timid. So, strength not to be timid. So, the first prayer, Father, this morning I give you glory. Of course, you thank God and all this. I'm talking about a remnant, I'm not talking about how to pray. Mm -hmm. So, they ask you, Father, this morning I ask that give me strength. Let me not be timid. Give me strength. Let me be bold. God, to be strength is to be bold. Bold. I ask this in the name of Jesus. Let me, if there's a particular way that you know you are afraid, maybe it is always when you see your work colleagues or always when you see yellow people. So you say, Father, let me not be. Give me strength before, I ask that, give me strength before yellow people. You see, when there's a specific way, you must be specific. Give me strength before my colleagues. I ask that when I see my colleagues, may I not be timid. When I see yellow people, may I not be timid. I ask this in the name of Jesus. So that is the asking realm. So the asking realm, you are asking directly in plain words, specific, like a child. Bold, directly, as it is. You Just as it is. Don't pretend. Don't play games. If you do that, it is your own. Because what you ask, if asked, then you will be given. It is what you ask that you will be what? Given. Because I said, no one asks for a stone and you give him a snake. Mm -hmm. 
So, uh, sorry, bread and give him what stone. So the asking realm is direct. The first realm. So anything you are you pray about, you must ask. Any or let me say almost everything, ninety percent, apart from thanksgiving and maybe, um, yeah, apart from thanksgiving, uh, and yeah, you 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 ask. Regarding sin, you must ask. Protection, you must ask. Because you must ask God to forgive you of your sin. If there's a particular sin you know you are involved or you've come, you must ask God to forgive you about that sin. Father, forgive me of this sin of quick-temperedness. Quick forgive me of the sins that I've committed, things that I did. I said, that which I know, that which I know, I ask in the name of Jesus that forgive me of this sin. You see, supplication, that one, your voice can't go high. Anyone who is asking and shout is automatically disqualified. That's where the Bible intentionally used the word supplication to show us that not just asking, but asking with what? Humility. And what? Also sincerity. If somebody can find the meaning of supplication, in fact, let's find because it is very important for, for this uh, teaching. Please, do you understand? So that one, the language is normal language, like you are talking to somebody. It, you, can, it's, you, are not, you can't demand it. You are asking. Have you found the meaning? What the dictionary meaning of supplication? The action of asking or begging for something earnestly or humbly. So supplication is the action of what? Hmm. Asking or begging for something what? Earnestly or what? Humbly. So your voice can't go up. God is very real. So no, prayer with supplication, asking, because the realm of asking is important. Please, do you understand? Okay, now, after the asking realm, you must believe. You must, because the Bible says, anyone who believes will receive. So once you ask, you must believe that God has heard and answered your prayer and is giving you what what you ask. See, you must believe it. Why? Because it said anyone who asks receive. So once you believe that God has heard my prayer for the healing of diabetes, now He's going to heal me of diabetes. He's coming to heal me of diabetes. He is healing me of diabetes. No, I said three things. Because you must assume he's about to start. He has started and he's what? Doing it. Amen. But you must assume that there are opposers or opposition. You must always assume that there is an opposition. If you don't assume that you are, there is an opposition, you are being deceived and you are being what, deluded. I will show you why. Amen. So this opposes opposition can be Satan, demons. It can be people you know. It could be even the system, depending on your prayer, of your workplace or what uh, the area or the country that you are in it. It could be it could be uh, curses, divination, embargo, people who are opposing that. And most importantly and chiefly, could be your own self. Oh yes, it could be your own self. Because see, you can reject the answered prayer. We saw it 
with Naaman. He went, God was coming to him, but the man he thought that God would heal him wasn't how God was going to him. And he almost missed it. It was the slave girl that brought him to his senses. He said, no, I'm going, there's better river. The Bible said he thought that the man would come and God would heal him like this. But God decided to heal him like that. He said, no, I can't. You see, so most important, you listen, you are your greatest enemy when it comes to God. When it comes to God, because listen, the influence and effect Satan can have on you mm. is dependent on you. Believe me. Mm. Amen. Amen. But we come to that. So the second realm of prayer, you must assume there are people saying no to what you've asked for. The no they are saying, not like they will stop God not to answer. They can't stop God. But they can hold on to the answered prayer. Mm. They can resist the answered prayer. Yes. They can resist the healing. Why? By causing you, after you are healed, the next they cause you to think, this is not true. Mm. Even though you be healed, now you are doing well. Or it's a gimmick or it's a scheme. Mm. And that doubt will let the healing mm. and the disease come back. Mm. You see? So you must assume that there is an opposition. Now, first one, you have to believe that God has answered. But you must always assume that somebody is saying no. That person could be a spirit. It could be a person. It could be you yourself. It could be a system. This system could be from the country, the organization, or the community. This opposition can be done through, maybe they've done it specifically against you or in general. Maybe... Maybe they've cursed this area, no woman will marry. They have released a curse over it. So you live in that area. So that curse is hovering over that area that no woman will marry, but they will give birth. So when the answer prayer of marriage is coming, the curse is there, it prevents it till the curse is broken. It will not come. Curse works. So other than that, the Bible is a curse without a curse shall not work. Or like God will not tell uh, is it this uh, prophet that do Balaam that do not curse them, Amen. Praise the Lord Amen. Jesus. So you must assume, assume that there's an opposition. If you don't assume that there's an opposition, you're a failure in terms of prayers. You are being deceived. We, we did on your promised land. Israel didn't attack anyone. They were going on their promised land, but they activated attacks automatically. So let me show you the realm, the realm of opposition. So it is this realm of opposition that you begin to pray, I cancel, I revoke, I overturn, I terminate. That is when you begin to declare. So after you've asked for the healing, Father, I ask that heal me of this diabetes and every sickness in my body. I ask this in the name of Jesus, oh Lord. Now, any power that is behind this diabetes, I bind you now in the name of Jesus. I command you, be gone. You diabetes, come out of my body now in the name of Jesus. By his stripes, I am healed. Anything in the realms of the spirit, from my DNA, from my mother's lineage, that is the cause of this diabetes. Now, I belong to the blood of Jesus. So, by the blood of Jesus, I revoke it. Because sicknesses can also pass on. Mm -hmm. So, but this is, you see, you are assuming, why am I praying this? Because there is an opposition, there could be a way. This is, I'm assuming, which is true, that God has answered and there's an opposition. 
So if you only ask and you leave the opposition, you, you, you are failing in the sense of prayer. Let me show you Daniel chapter 10, verse 12 to 14. Um, so in Daniel chapter 10, verse 12 to 14, Bible said Daniel has been mourning the sort of fasting. Uh, the Bible didn't say fasting, but the Bible called it mourning, which is different from fasting. Amen. But meaning he's been refusing to eat pleasant food, and you know, he didn't even bath. The Bible says he didn't anoint himself or anything. Amen. And for 21 days, because he was praying, because he found out from the book that there must be, uh, Israel now must be, be out of captivity from, uh, from Babylon. Because they were meant to be in captivity for 70 years, and it was over 70 years, and they were still in captivity. God said after 70 years, but they were still so Daniel began to pray. And that Bible said he prayed one, one hour. As at 20 days, his prayers that he's been praying for has not manifested. So in his case, he was let's say he was praying, God, show me what is wrong. Show me what is wrong. And he's been praying for 21 days. And as far as he's concerned, as at 20 days, God hasn't shown him what is wrong. But when you read it, as we read it, you see that God, the first day he prayed, God, that God, by asking, by asking, God, show me what is wrong. The Bible says God answered the prayer. But why 21 days? Because the Bible says when the answered prayer was coming, there was powers in the realms of the spirit that held on to the answered prayer. That said, God has answered this prayer, but we are opposing this prayer. But his prayer was answered for the first day. But he was praying every day. So God saw it and released a reinforcement. So meaning if I stop praying, that would be it. But note, his prayer was what? Answered the first day. But there was an opposition. Let's read it. Daniel chapter 10, 12 to 14. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Daniel 10, 12 to 14. Mm -hmm. Then he continued, Do not be afraid, Daniel. Since the first day that you set your mind to gain understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard, and I have come in response to them. But the prince of the Persian kingdom resisted me 21 days. Hold on. When was his prayer heard? First day. And when was he sent? The first day. How long has the prince been resisting him? 21 days. If you read the Bible, it says because he still was praying for these 21 days. And he continued for me. Then Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me because I was detained there with the king of Persia. The king of Persia is the principality. Is the principality. Okay. Uh -huh. 14. Mm -hmm. Now I have come to explain to you what will happen to, the, to your people in the future for the vision concerns a time yet to come. Amen. Amen. So he said, now I have come. Now, no, now I have come. After what? Mm. 21 days of what? Answer prayer. Why? It was clear. said because there was what? The prince of what? Persia, which is the principality, withheld me. But the first day your prayer was answered. Meaning that this prayer now you are receiving and said 21 days ago. But there was an opposition. Mm. When you continue reading from one, the Bible said Daniel was praying. Mm. Meaning he never stopped prayer. So this makes us understand that there is an opposition. So when Ephesians, let's read it, 6 verse 11 to 13. Amen. 
uh, when said for our struggle is not against flesh and blood but against powers principality he was talking about like this uh, prince of Persia when you continue to read after the king gave we won't read that but after the king gave Daniel the answered prayer uh, the angel brought Daniel told him that now that I'm going the prince of Greece is also coming and I must go and fight him so there is a wrestle. The wrestle is not for God. Nobody can decide for God whether to answer your prayer or not. But the wrestle is in connection. That is, if God answers a prayer, the manifestation. As we saw, as for God answering your prayer, giving to you, no one, no one can influence it. But see, there is a spiritual realm and it must manifest. It goes through a process, a real process. And that is where the challenge is. That is where the wrestling is. That is why you must assume that there is an opposition to the extent that this opposition. Uh-huh. Read it for me. Ephesians 6, 11 to 13. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Ephesians 6, 11 to 13. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against the flesh, against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Amen. Note, our struggles against what? The rulers. Oh, please, quickly. The rulers, what? Against, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, against the rulers, against the authorities. Note, he said rulers. No, he said rulers. Mm -hmm. He said authorities. Mm -hmm. He said what? Against powers of this dark powers of this dark, but no, he said this rulers, rulers, and authority, they are not humans, mm, yeah. they are not flesh and blood. Yeah. And did you realize that the Daniel it was the king or the prince, yeah. the ruler? But there's a real spiritual ruler mm. over every territory. So that is why you must assume, and this rulers, this principality that are not flesh and blood, they dictate what manifests, they set they. Depending on the activities of Christians, when our activities are weak, they get upper hand. The system of man, they even put people in places. So the system is connected to them. So that's why you must assume that there is an opposition. That is why true prayer comes with wisdom, practical. Amen. So we could see clearly God answered his prayer. The first day, but it didn't manifest until 21 days because this rulers that we wrestle with said no 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 god i can't do anything but before you get to him you must pass through me and i said no and note he was archangel gabriel the actual word is gabriel because all the angels have god's name the archangels elohim el shaddai if you don't add God's name, it's not complete. So it's, it is Michael. Michael. Amen. So a reinforcement, Michael, which is another archangel of what? Warfare. Was sent. <laughs> All because Daniel was praising. Look at First Thessalonians. Or look at, uh, yeah, First Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 18. He said, we wanted, we wanted, no, to, we wanted to come. He was talking as an apostle, meaning God Allah. But look how he put it. He said, but again and again, Satan blocked our way. 
It was God knew that they go to them, they visit the church, they minister to them. But says Satan again, again, what brought them? I want to show you to, to the realm why there is a realm of you must assume and pray against opposition. Read it for me, please. Amen. First mm -hmm. Thessalonians two eighteen. Mm -hmm. For sorry, for we wanted to come to you certainly. I Paul did again and again, but Satan blocked our way. Why could? Why didn't you go? Satan blocked their way. Amen. So there is an opposition. The problem is not God at all. When you do that, you are deceived. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's an opposition. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 9. It says, A great and effectual door has been opened unto me. But there are a lot of what? Opposition. Other versions say uh, opposers. Other versions say adversaries. Mm -hmm. So the door of marriage. The door of breakthrough, the door of healing, but there are adversaries. And these adversaries could take any form. It could be you yourself, it could be powers, it could be demon, it could be system, it could in so many ways. Please read it for me. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. For a great door and effectual is opened unto me, and there are many adversaries. Amen. Amen. So that but there are what? But, but there are many adversaries. So that is why the second realm of prayer, you must assume that there's an opposition. Other than that, you have been naive. It's not about God. No, no, no. It's about God giving you power to tread over all the powers of the enemy. And people also using Satan power. That's why they call it wrestle. So it's about, it's about how skillful and diligent you use the power you've been given. That's, that's the whole thing. In fact, in heaven, God didn't fight with Satan. God has never fought with Satan. God, there is no fair. It's not fair. He's God. The battle was between Archangel Michael and his angels. God didn't move. Said Jesus didn't move. They sat. If they should have done, it wouldn't be fair. It's like, how can a, a, a two-year-old boy fight me? Is it possible? Yeah. So God didn't fight Satan. It was the archangel. So when we read Revelation, say, uh, Michael and his angel overcame him. And that's why I say we overcame him by the word of our testament, the blood. So it's not even, and the same way on earth, it's his vessels and Christ, the Holy Spirit vessels. But the power behind, there is demonic. Us is God. We want to do good. They want to do evil. Yes, that's right. that, that is all it's about. Yeah, that's right. Amen. Okay. So when you read the Bible, you see that you see a lot of scripture that shows you the wishes of God. Like, above all, I wish that. Mm. that so well, that's the wish. Mm. But the reality is dependent on you. Mm -hmm. Amen. Of course, if God doesn't wish, it will never happen. Mm. Please, do you understand? Mm. So you will see that there is an opposition. So when you pray, for example, Father, I thank you. I ask in the name of Jesus that heal me of this diabetes. Make me whole, totally free from the diabetes. And I also ask that heal me of any chain effect of my diabetes or any sicknesses that has also generated because of my diabetes. I thank you for an answered prayer. Any voice saying no to this healing, I will. I silent that voice. 
Satan, I bind you in the name of Jesus. You diabetes, I rebuke you. Come out of me. I declare and decree that I am healed. I plead the blood of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus, any link between my diabetes and any oppression, being spiritually or physically or in my organs, by the blood of Jesus, I revoke it. I revoke it. You see, this is the second realm of prayer, assuming that there is an opposition. <clears throat> oh Lord, any way that this, your answered prayer will manifest, that I will oppose it or doubt it, save me from myself. Mm -hmm. Let me recognize it, because you can be an opposer. Mm -hmm. So you finish the first realm of asking. Mm -hmm. The first dimension. Now the second realm, you deal with the opposition. As you for started as you deem fit. Mm -hmm. So wisdom, for example, Lord, I ask for wisdom in the name of Jesus. Your word says anyone who lacks wisdom should ask and you will give. I stand on your word in James and I ask that, give me wisdom. Make me wiser than I've ever been. Oh Lord, any education that I have, mm -hmm. any mindset. So I finished the first mm -hmm. realm. Now I'm going to the second. Any training that me, myself, I have, any thought pattern, any imagination that has made me stupid, that has made me reject wisdom. Because the Bible says there are men who reject wisdom. I ask that deliver me from me. Today I reject it. Satan, I bind you. Take your hands off me. I reject the wisdom of the world. And I embrace the wisdom of God. Because the Bible says there's a wisdom of the world. You see, so now I've entered into the second land, the opposition. Because a lot of things the world call wise is foolishness. You see, so if you ask and you leave it that you are, you are being deceived, you are being ignorant, mm -hmm. God can answer, but it will never manifest. God, it will carry yourself, you push it down. Mm -hmm. You will push it down. Because how you thought, you thought, you are thinking that the wisdom will come, it's not coming like that. Mm -hmm. Because maybe in your case, the first sign of wisdom is to even stop those sins. Mm -hmm. Because the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. wisdom. So you begin to deal with yourself, yes. your training. Yes. Because that, that is an opposition. You mentioned one. Yeah, there's one to hear. I don't know. Pray to be able to completely follow God's word and live worldly things. Yeah. You see, so like this prayer to obey God's word. Yeah. You say, Father, your word says. Uh, of course, it's not the same, but I just want to show. So the first realm of prayer, your word says. The good that I want to do, I'm not able to do. Mm -hmm. The evil that I want to do, rather I do. Father, I want to obey your word. I ask that help me to obey your word. Mm -hmm. Give me the strength, the understanding, the desire to obey your word. Whatever I need, whatever it will take for me to obey your word, give it to me. I ask this in the name of Jesus. Father, any character that I have, any mindset I have, any now the second realm, mm -hmm. wisdom that I have, weaknesses, and by that I do not obey the word. Now deliver me from it. Mm -hmm. I reject it in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Lord, any spell that has been cast against me, directly or indirectly, any demonic activities, any system in this land that makes it difficult for me to obey your word today, I reject it. I break it. I command it to weather. Any authors of disobedience against me directly or in authority, I command it to be uprooted. You must mean it. Effective. Mm -hmm. So you see, the second realm of prayer, now things that are in my mind, it will oppose. If you don't do that, then you are also blind. 
Because if prayer matters, what you pray for matters. So you see that for obeying God, of, after asking God, you there are things, the Holy Spirit will always drop things in mind. Things you have to reject, break. Because there are systems, there's principality. And then you even become hypocrites. Because like sometimes the real problem, you don't touch, you just ask. Amen. One time, one of my daughters came. Uh, that's what God gave me. And he said, Daddy, that time, that one, she asked, Daddy, please, can I have five pounds? I did my house on my laptop. I was just there. Can I have five pounds? I was on my laptop. Five pounds. And I even begin to whistle. <laughs> I began to whistle. Because I've asked her to do something, she hasn't done it, and you are come to ask me one pound, uh, five pounds. I ignore her, you see. But what I'm trying to say, sometimes like the same with God. When you are asking, you 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 don't deal with the real stuff. So the reason why I didn't mind her because clearly I said do this, and you didn't do it, and you've left it, and I've watched you and said not to say anything, and you've come give me five pounds. Like it's my time now. <laughs> Please, do we understand? I want you to understand. So the, the, the second realm is where you did because a great and what? Effectual doll, effectual, effective doll. Open to, but there are many opposers. Jesus, listen how Jesus put it. He said, since that this scripture, many people don't understand it. He said, before Jesus said this, note, he said, the kingdom of God has come. He said, the kingdom of God is near. Note, first he said, it has come. Second, he said, it is near. Third, he said, it's in you. It teaches you that the kingdom of God is there. But for it to be near you or in you is a different thing. Then he said, since the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffers violence, but note, and violence by men take it by force. So sometimes it takes force. Why, why would Jesus say it takes force? God that opposes both good and not. Some, the same husband you are praying for, another woman is praying for that husband. <laughs> no, the same job you are praying for, another, oh, you, oh, you think you are the only one who pray. Share, <laughs> <He's, laughs> you don't know. <laughs> As for God, the problem, anyway, he's gone, you can't do it. <laughs> this, you, you understand? So sometimes it, it takes... In Ghana, we say, I read yeah. the one who really what yeah. mean business. Uh, Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. See, so that's the realm. That is the realm you break, you cancel. Yeah. That's the realm you concentrate about yourself. Yes. So let me show you. Let me show you that the, 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 there are three realms, but we are still on the second. But now I want to show you. You will see that there is a mixture of both the two realms, both the realm of asking. And the realm of praying against mm -hmm. the realm of asking you can say for mm -hmm. and the realm of opposition you can say again so you pray for and against mm -hmm. never pray for and don't live against mm -hmm. when you pray for forgiveness of sin you must pray for against the things that causes you to sin mm -hmm. do, do you understand when you pray for growth in the spirit you must pray for anything that is in your spirit that doesn't allow growth any opposition, any entanglement. So whenever you pray for, you must pray for against. So for the four is the first realm, the asking realm. 
amen, or dimension. Against, it's against the opposition realm. Don't forget, you must be part. It starts with you. Always don't forget that. Mm-hmm. Personally, I pray when I'm when I'm praying for myself personally, I deal with myself most. Mm-hmm. You see, because if only I can believe, mm-hmm. Satan is no match. Mm-hmm. If I can even continue as I've been doing, there will be no problem. You, you, you understand? Yeah. Amen. So look at how Jesus put it. I just want you to see the blend. So because of that, look at it to know Jesus read several times that I say, ask and it shall be given, isn't it? Yeah. No, there's no one. But then why look? Look at Luke chapter 18 for me. Luke chapter 18, verse 1. Luke chapter 18, verse 1. It's the 7 to 8 I want, but I want us to read the verse 1 so that you know that he's talking about prayer. Amen. Luke 18, verse 1. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. Luke 18, verse 1. Mm-hmm. Then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. Amen. So Jesus told them a parable to show them, otherwise to teach them to always pray. If he's just asking, why would Jesus have to say a parable to teach us to always pray? pray because he knew we would need like Daniel because of the opposite Daniel if he had only prayed once do you think 21 days before and look at the 7 to 8 hallelujah Amen. 18 7 to 8 yeah and will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night Will he keep putting them off? I, I tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly. So, know how you put it. So won't God bring about justice mm. to his chosen one who cry, pray day and night? Yeah. Why would the Bible choose the word justice? Mm. Because as far as God is, this is based on when he answered. He has answered your mm. prayer. But it is the opposition who are preventing it. Mm. So now he must bring justice. That's why I say taught them to pray and never faint, continue. Because they are opposition. And the more you recognize this and you become fervent, the more you gain upper hand. The more you gain upper hand. Yeah. The more you gain upper hand. So look at my two. I want to show you the blend. Because it's Jesus who said, just ask and we'll begin. And now he said, teach us to pray. And I've explained to you why. Amen. Amen. And look at Matthew chapter 6, verse 6 to 8. Amen. Amen. Matthew 6, 6 to 8. Mm-hmm. But when you pray, go into your room. Mm-hmm. Close the door and pray to your father who is unseen. Mm-hmm. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray... Do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. Amen. So no, listen, no, this same Jesus said, God knows what you need before what you ask him. Mm-hmm. So God will not answer you because of what? Your many words. Mm-hmm. Don't babble even. Don't say, Father. Babble is different from repetition of prayer. Babble words means, Lord, give me wisdom give me wisdom father said give me wisdom give me wisdom say no because before you even ask you know but at the same time jesus say he taught a whole sermon to teach them to pray because he understood that the asking realm 
Matthew 6, the one we just read, is for the asking realm. But after the asking realm, you will need what? The opposition realm. So the reason why we pray about the same thing over and over is because of the opposition realm. Please, do you understand? Until you begin to pray this three dimension and your prayer is limited. Amen. So we've seen the two what? Dimension. So note the scripture, our opening scripture, we won't read it, but it was Philippians chapter 4, verse what? 6. That says, um, in everything by prayer and supplication. So the prayer, supplication is simply asking. So the prayer, now he has left it to you as you deem fit, according to your knowledge, according to your belief, the breaking and all those things. Amen. But look at something here. I want to introduce the third dimension now. So the first dimension is the asking. The second dimension is dealing with the opposition. Okay, let me put it like that. The first dimension is asking for the four. And the second one is, sorry, the first dimension is praying for the four. For what you want, for the four. And the second one is what? Praying against what and those who don't want your four. To be happy, just remember you are also one of them. Yeah. You see? Yeah. The reason I'm saying that you're also one of them, when it comes to prayer, in a certain sense, it always connects and lies in you. Mm. So it's better you realize that. Amen. Mm. Okay. Now, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18. I want to introduce the third dimension. So what is the third dimension? The third dimension is praying in tongues. Mm-hmm. Praying in tongues or in the spirit till mm-hmm. so you pray in the spirit and in tongues your prayer is not complete mm-hmm. of course if you can't pray in the spirit you can't but you must pray in these two dimensions but this is also to teach you to make sure tell you that you need if you don't pray in the spirit you need to ask god to give you that ability mm-hmm. because other than that it is not complete mm-hmm. you see praying in tongues is the basic of science because Jesus said this science this sign shall follow all who believe in my name in my name they shall what pray in tongues they shall speak in tongues so it's not something for higher people amen so the second the third dimension is praying in tongues and I'll show you why is the third dimension amen but read Ephesians 6 verse 18 for me Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. Ephesians 6 18. Mm-hmm. And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's. So, note here he mentioned the time. Say, pray in the Spirit, pray in tongues on all occasions with all kinds of what? Prayer, prayer and requests. Request is supplication. Yeah. So, it means that. Apart from the request prayer, ask or supplication prayer, and apart from the prayer, you must pray in tongues yes. in all occasion. Mm. Meaning, after you pray for and you pray against, you must mm-hmm. add tongues. Mm-hmm. Why? Why that? Because no matter what you pray for and how you pray, because you see, prayer, your words matters. You become, you are still limited. There are things you will never pray mention. Because one, maybe you don't know, or you are not even aware, or can, you can never imagine. But when you pray in tongues, the Bible says the Holy Spirit Himself gives you utterances, and you begin to utter mysteries. 
Amen. So let's say you have prayed about marriage, for example. You prayed about marriage. Everything you've broken, you've asked. But this example, there's a spoon on your table. That your spoon, maybe your ex-ex-husband or wife gave it to you. It's just lying in your kitchen. Maybe because of that spoon, that is why you never marry. As long as that spoon is your house, you never marry. You don't know. But as you begin to pray in tongues, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit who knows all things, the Bible says He begins to give you the utterance. So now you begin to pray against the spoon without you even knowing, which you would never know. And one day you'll be surprised your son will just take the spoon and for some reason will go to the garden and begin to do something. <laughs> you see, without you even knowing, God, you are, that moment you were uttering mysteries. So this is different from praying in tongues as a third dimension is different from just sitting down and praying in tongues. This is the moment you ask and you pray against the position, you ask tongues. That is how I pray. So for example, Father, I want to marry. I ask that you give me, should I say a wife? <laughs> oh, no, you change the subject. <laughs> I <change> the subject. <laughs> so for example, Father, <laughs> I thank you. I ask for a church building. Amen. I ask that give us a church building. Amen. Father, I ask this in the name of Jesus. That let us return back into our own church building. Amen. Give us the finances we need. Show us how to get this church building. Lord, any power saying no, I come against that power in the name of Jesus. Amen. I bind that power in the name of Jesus. Any embargo that has been placed on me, place on devotional life church place over this community to stop churches from having buildings i break it minus me minus devotional life church in the name of jesus i break it in the name of jesus i declare and decree that we will have our church that devotional will move into our building so now i'm praying the third dimension do you, do you understand yes. it? So I, you add it to it. That is the third dimension. Other than that, there are mysteries you can never. It will never occur to your mind. Will never, and that is one of the main ways the Holy Spirit help us to pray. Yes. Let me show it to you. Amen. Amen. So the scripture we read, is it, um, we read says, what did the scripture say? It said pray, all kinds of prayer. Pray in, in, in the spirit, pray in tongues on all occasions. Okay. Now, First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 14 to 15. Third dimension now showing to you. Mm -hmm. First Corinthians chapter 14, 14 to 15, please. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. First Corinthians 14, 14 to 15. Mm -hmm. For if I pray in a tongue, my prayer, my spirit prays, but my mind is unfruitful. Mm -hmm. So what shall I do? I will pray with my spirit, but I will also pray with understanding. I will sing with my spirit, but I will also sing with my understanding. Amen. Amen. So note, he said, when he pray in tongues, he said, when I begin to pray in tongues, I'm not the one praying. It is my spirit praying. Do we know what it means by your spirit praying? Who deals with your spirit? Bible studies. The Holy Spirit. The Holy spirit. So he said, what will I do? I like the version. Say, what is the conclusion? Mm -hmm. 
Look, there's a verse, I think New King James or King James say, what is the conclusion? So what am I saying? Say, I will pray with my spirit and also pray with my understanding. In other words, I will pray in tongues and also, not the word, and also pray in words. So we are to pray both in words and also in tongues. When you pray only in tongues, you are filled. When you pray only in words about it, you are filled. Even when you are praising God, you can pray in tongues. Mm. Because the day of Pentecost, Bible says when they were speaking in tongues, the people could hear them praising what? God. Did you find that version? Uh, it, it, the ones here says, what is it then? And another one says, what is the outcome then? Okay. The NI, King New King James, as he no, said, no, what is the conclusion? So you are to pray with understanding, meaning words. Because when I say, Father, give me money, I buy it out. My understanding, I can understand. But when I say, Kabere Kaba, I don't understand it. So he said, you are to pray with your understanding. And also what? Without understanding, you are to pray in tongues. And also in words, it's not an option. It works together. So the third dimension is praying in tongues. Why that? Why that? Why that? Let's read it. Amen. First Corinthians, the same First Corinthians, but fourteen verse two. Amen. Remember, I read fourteen to fifteen. The same first report will show us why the conclusion you must pray with tongues as well. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians 14, verse 2. Yeah. For anyone who speaks in a tongue does not speak to people but to God. Indeed, no one understands them. They utter mysteries by the Spirit. So the reason is because whenever you begin to pray in tongues, you utter mysteries. And say so no one understands you now. You begin to speak to God what direct. Of course, you that you are praying that you don't even understand. Yeah. How can your neighbor understand you? So now, now, as I've prayed for acts for the church, I have bind and loose. But are you sure I've covered every time? Am I aware of the main hindrance? I don't even know whether Satan will bring an agent to even say I'll give the church, and that will, even though an agent will give the church, that will be the downfall. You don't know all this thing. But as I begin to pray in tongues, I begin to utter mysteries. Things that my mind, mysteries means things that I cannot comprehend, think about, imagine. I'm not aware. Regarding what I've prayed about. So that's the third dimension. It is not, it is not an option. You say, what is the conclusion thereof? I'll pray in what? My understanding and also with my spirit. And I will sing with my understanding and my spirit. The singers must begin to lead us to sing in tongues. So, the singers, so we must hear you singing in tongues as well. It is a requirement. We are not only meant to sing with what our understanding. We are meant to also sing with what our spirit. You are singing. You are singing. It's required. You must ask for it. You singing, you practice. You must practice. Amen. So that's that. Because when you begin to speak in tongues, you begin to what? Alter what? Mysteries. Why? Because when you pray in tongues, it is your spirit. It is when you pray in tongues, it is your spirit that prays. But guess what? It is the Holy Spirit that gives your spirit the utterances. So I say it is the form, purest form of prayer. Mm-hmm. The only reason I say it's the purest form of prayer is because 
it is the Spirit of God whom the Bible says knows everything. He is giving me the all chances. So that's the third dimension of prayer. You must add it. For example, the healing. Father, heal me from diabetes. I've illustrated Any habit that I have that is the cause of this diabetes, I cancel. Any mistake I did, knowing or knowing that brought this Father, save me from it. Any link between the diabetes and my ancestral power, I revoke it in the name of Jesus. The third dimension, Are you with me? Yes. Let me show you Romans 8, 26 to 27. Romans 8, please. Hallelujah. Romans 8, 26 to 27. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In the same way the Spirit helps us in our weaknesses, we do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself teaches Sorry, the Spirit Himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And He who searches our hearts knows the minds of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. Amen. So, note, talking about prayer, this was talking about prayer. So, one of the ways that the Holy Spirit, chapter, uh, the Holy Spirit helped us to pray is that the Holy Spirit intercedes on what? Our behalf. But what is one of the ways, one of the ways he does? God, there are so many ways he intercedes on our behalf. One of the ways he intercedes on our behalf, Acts chapter 2, verse 4. Acts chapter 2, verse 4. Acts chapter 2, verse 4. Please, King James, not NIV, it's the same thing, but I prefer the King James. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Acts chapter 2, verse 4. Mm -hmm. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Amen. How did they speak in other tongues? As the Spirit gave them what? Utterance. So when you begin to speak in tongues, it is the Holy Spirit that gives you what? The utterance. Of course, you decide to utter it or what? Not. So as you are praying in tongues, it is the Spirit that knows all things. That is prayer. That's why I say you speak and pray about mysteries. And no one understands but God. And they say the Holy Spirit knows all things. The Bible says he even knows you better than you know your own self. He knows your spirit better than you know. So the third dimension is to speak in tongues. Whenever you start speaking in tongues as well to what you are praying for, now you are involving the Holy Spirit. And this is where he say he pray according to, he knows the will, the will of God. So at least your prayer, no matter your prayer, it must cover this three dimension. Even when you ask for forgiveness of sin, it must cover this three dimension. Even when you are praising God, it must cover this three dimension. Because we see, when you say, Father, I praise you. I thank you for your mercies, for your grace. I thank you for your Holy Spirit. I thank you for your love. Lord, have mercy. Forgive me of the things that you've done that are precious. You see, now I'm dealing with myself. That I did not even recognize it or have taken it for granted. Because sometimes you'll be surprised. The thing you least don't respect. That is the main thing. You see, Lord, uh, forgive me for my ungratefulness. 
whatever delusion or spells or enchantment that's made me ungrateful to things that I'm supposed to be grateful. Forgive me, see, second dimension. I'm praising God in Lake Kabaya and I'm uttering mysteries regarding praising God. Because maybe there's a specific thing I have to praise God about. I, it's not even registry. So for every prayer point, three dimension. Every prayer point, three dimension. Every prayer point. It doesn't matter what you are praying about. It doesn't matter how you are praying, but you must pray three-dimensional. I would like to show you some of important things you must always deal with. Of course, if you know it good, if you don't know it too, write it down. As you use it, you will get to know. There are certain dimension uh, things I always deal with it, especially every service. I'll mention it because see, when you read Proverbs, it said there are people. In fact, let's read it. It said there are people who will never stop what they are doing until what they succeed. Mm -hmm. So, as I pray for today's service and God has dealt with it, Amen. Amen. These people are there. Okay, tomorrow too they will try again. Amen. Yeah. The only thing they are hoping that me, yeah. I will, I will not pray, I will not revoke it again, yeah. so that it will be established. Yeah. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 16. I want to show you something. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 16. Amen. Amen. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 16. Mm -hmm. For they cannot rest until they do evil. Mm -hmm. They are robbed of sleep till they make someone stumble. So there are people that they will never, they can't rest until they do evil. Meaning they're evil, they want to succeed. And they can never even sleep until they 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 they, they, they hurt someone. So they're always trying. So today I provoke it. Oh, when we lay the snare, he's revoking. Okay, the next day, they can't stop. So it's not a matter of I've prayed about that before. It's a matter of it is another day. Don't you bath every day. Okay, say you've been bathing for 40 years and don't bath for three days and see if the scent will be the same. It won't, isn't it? Okay, your mouth, you've been brushing your teeth for 40 years. Don't brush just for 24 hours and let's see. Will it matter because you've been brushing for 40 years? Mm -hmm. No. 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 It's the same with prayer. This is the reality. You see, that's why you must really understand how prayer and what it is and incorporate it in your lifestyle mm -hmm. so that it becomes easy, natural part of you. And without prayer, you won't in a certain sense receive anything. It is salvation. It is someone's prayer. Believe me. Mm -hmm. Because it's not natural for man to change. It's not natural. Mm -hmm. It is a miracle. It's a, it's a miracle. Even your parent couldn't change you. It's a miracle. There's a power behind. And the power of God is always harvested through people. Mm -hmm. Somebody, somewhere. Please, do we understand it? So these are the three dimension what? Or dimensional what? Prayers. Yes. Amen. Amen. Now, so these are the three dimensional prayers. That's it. That's whatever prayer you pray, that's it. So if all things be because this is the end of the sermon, just pray three dimensional prayers. Four against mystery. Four against mystery. You can say farm. F for four. A is for against. M is for what? Mystery. Four is for what you want. A 
is against the people's mysteries, is the tongues. So if you don't speak in tongues, you ask for and also pray against why you don't speak in tongues. Because if you're a Christian and don't speak in tongues, there's something, maybe it's your own, maybe it's your heart. Maybe Christ said a spell that has been cast against you. It's a limitation placed on you. Yes. So you must also want to pray for tongues. You must pray against why? Whatever is in the blood call, he said it's meant to follow you. So if it's not following you, it's not from him. There is a reason. So farm, farm, is that simple? Yeah, farm. <laughs> I've just extended this message to give you certain points you must always pray against. I want to show you some demonic aspects of against. And I want you to always deal with this demonic aspect. Amen. So what I'm going to do, I'm just going to show you simply in the scriptures. Amen. You can write it down. You can incorporate it in your prayer. The against side. Amen. The second dimension. Amen. For example, whenever I pray, I always pray against spells, enchantment, divination, demonic rituals, hexes, demonic sacrifice, witchcraft activities, voodoo activity, uh, hypnotism, magic. But because no matter who they are, they will perform one of these activities, one of these activities by which they will do whatever. So I always have to pray against them. The job of every witch, every soothsayer is to cast spells or hexes or divination. You, you understand? So these are something I always pray against, always in my against side. Apart from that, I'll show you scriptures, please. Apart from that, I always, always pray against altars, high places, shrine, groove. Because, listen, this people, no matter what, they need an altar. The altar can be a person, can be a place. Or they need a shrine or a high place, like an altar. They need a power source, a, 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 a portal, a camp. So I always pray against altars when I'm praying against the altars. Altars in my father's lineage, mother's lineage. Amen. And I also pray against the powers, principality, because the Bible says we are wrestling with them. I mentioned them. Yeah. I don't need to know them, but I just need to be aware they are there and pray against them. Yeah. Amen. And apart from them, I always pray against the soothsayers, the magician, the witches, the wizard, the malams, mm-hmm. because all is in the Bible. A lot of people, all they've done is cast hypnotism. They've been hypnotized. They don't know. Hypnotism is uh, demonic. Some magic, mm-hmm. you, you, you become haze. Mm-hmm. Something like hypnotism puts you in a trance. Yes, right. You are not even aware. Yeah. All you are thinking is this way, but you be hypnotized. Mm-hmm. Some curses, some embargo, some hexes over areas, over household, over people, over school, over community, over nations. And I pray against strongholds all the time in the against because the strongholds. Can manifest in the system of the society or the country or even your family. Mm-hmm. You so the strongholds, the walls of Jericho. Because walls of Jericho stand for any stronghold. So I always pray against any stronghold, any walls of Jericho, any gate of bronze. It's in the Bible, I'll show you. Amen. I, I, I always, always bind. Because I said you shall bind the strong man. So I always bind the demons. Say anything. Because what they do is they assign demons. Mm. 
the the demon they, they have listen let me explain to you there is a satan is the head so satan will put somebody over united kingdom or let, let's start like this you put somebody over europe a demonic power then you put somebody over united kingdom and you put someone another demon over england then you put another demon over for example Craig and london then there will be another one in charge uh, of crowding. There will be another one in charge of a particular school or neighborhood. And, and also another one in charge of a house or a community. And depending on whatever reason, a specific demon can be assigned against you. Like I'm a pastor, I'm aware. I don't need to wait for God to tell me that a demon has been assigned against me. No, no, no. So I always bind demon, any demon that has been assigned against me, I bind you. That one, you can't say God bind the demon. Because say he has given me the power and authority to bind. Jesus said you shall bind. So I bind you in the name of Jesus. You, it shouldn't be difficult. The only way you can bind demon if you are not in the right. I bind you in the name of Jesus. I command you to go to the abyss. I always command them to go to the abyss. Why? Because I realized when Jesus was commanding them to go to the abyss. They begged Jesus not to send them to the abyss, the pits. Meaning they don't want to go there. They prefer the pits. There is a reason. Because when they go to the abyss, someone has to now invoke them and bring them back. So no one does that, they will be there. But when put him in the pit, they are still in that community, they are still on earth. Yeah. So in the spirit, I want to be fierce. So I command you to the abyss. So that next time when you are coming, you think twice. That if I succeed in casting you out, you are going to the abyss. Mm -hmm. You see, for me to get freedom, not unnecessary battles. Mm -hmm. That's my belief, and it's scripture. Mm -hmm. Bible says all Jesus said and did to show us. So there are things you won't read it mm -hmm. by telling you. You have to observe it and learn from it. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. So let me show you some scriptures that will help. Amen. And yourself, yourself too. Never forget yourself because. The, the, our weapons are not carnal, but mighty, they're pulling down. You see, every mindset, thought, pattern, imagination, that one has got to do with you. Mm -hmm. Even this thing I'm saying, if you do it or not, it's your mindset. Yeah. If you make time, 15 minutes every day for prayer, it's your mind. Mm -hmm. So you are the first, amen. So you must pray uh, uh, regarding your mindset, your thought pattern, your imagination. Because, mm -hmm. you see, one of the even scheme of the enemy, sometimes he will just delude you. Delusion, that's all. He will leave you. Because when you are deluded, delusion is you believe in the lie that it is truth. So that he will, that's all you are on it. So you must pray against delusion. Any mindset, any thought pattern, any understanding, any misunderstanding that you have for you, you, you have. Because if I have misunderstanding, it will not affect you. Your misunderstanding will not affect you. So this is about you. You must deal with yourself. All the time when you are praying for the against. Because I'm dealing with the against. I'm the asking is very simple compared to the against, isn't it? And the, the mysteries, that one, the, <laughs> that you don't even play a role. You, you just have to allow the utterances to flow. So it's the against that want to draw your mind to it. Amen. Let's start with you. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 to 6. So certain key, key areas, places, things you must pray against. Amen. 
I cannot really explain it. Uh, to explain it's a whole teaching on it, but this I'm just mentioning it to you. Believe it that when you say suit say God knows what you mean. Amen. Second mm -hmm. yeah. Corinthians chapter. So this I'll just read through it. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 to 6. Amen. Amen. Second mm -hmm. Corinthians 10, 3 to 6. Mm -hmm. For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine powers to demolish strongholds. So note, Amen. that's why I say I always pray against strongholds. Uh -huh. Continue. Sorry. Uh -huh. We demolish arguments and every protection. Argument can come to do if you argue with the word of God. When the word says do and don't do and you make a speech, you are arguing with the word of God. So you see, that one is in you. You have become an opposer of the same thing you are asking for. Eh? So strongholds, this stronghold could be anything which it could be the, your your mental frame, the way you were brought out. It could be even your 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 strength. Your strength could become your weakness. Yeah. Eh? And every pretension that set itself up against the knowledge of God. The knowledge of God. So against knowledge. Eh? And we take captive every thought to make it obedient. Thought, thought, the way you think. Thought are the way you think. The way you think. Two people, one when you correct them. They are very grateful and one when you correct them they are annoyed mm. what's the difference they are taught the way they think mm. the way they think of the correction mm. you, you, you understand yeah. taught taught two people when you give them a present a drink one receives say thank you oh god bless you one is drink what is drink what's the difference they are taught of the drink they are all thinking different and your thought will make you or break you yeah. the one who appreciates is because of the way he or she is thinking the one who not appreciate is the way he or she is thinking yeah so two people are thinking of education differently and their thought towards education will make them or break them two people are thinking of their father or mother different their thoughts will make what their father or mother will say will be meaningful to them or they will see it. It's it, that one will destroy you or make you. So you must pray against your thought. I always pray uh, any thought pattern. This is how you see. I've done it for years. Like I can show you how I do. It. I say, Father, in the name of Jesus, any mindset, any thought pattern, any knowledge, wisdom, understanding, misunderstanding that I have, that is not of you. I take captive of it and I subdue it in the name of Jesus and I superimpose the knowledge of Christ Jesus on it. Because when you read the scripture, you say, say making it obedience to Christ. Yeah. I always pray this prayer. Yeah. Yeah. I pray it for you people too. Amen. Yeah, I always pray it. Because that's as I would, I'm my, the number one enemy in my life is me. Yeah. It's me. It's me. If Satan can try, is able to influence me that prayer doesn't work, I'll stop praying. Mm. <laughs> if Satan is able to influence that, listen, it doesn't pay to be righteous, I'll stop walking righteously mm. so i'm the first enemy you see no one can destroy me i beg you i'm saying it because i have christ now if i didn't have christ i couldn't say it but because i have christ now no one can destroy me if i do not allow the person mm. and will start from me you see uh -huh. that, that is the truth and it applies to you too if you have christ no one except you because even your anger alone will be the cause so if the pastor say, let it go. If only you can be there, you'll be surprised. But no, no, no. Mm. That one will open a door. Mm. Because I say, give the enemy no foothold. Mm. Meaning you can't give the enemy, you're a Christian, everything. But that woman, you give the enemy a foothold. Mm. Yeah. And you say, Lord, why? You gave the enemy a foothold. Mm. Amen. 
Praise the Lord Jesus. So, did you finish it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And say so we punish all disobedience. So, about your mindset, mm-hmm. your attitude, your character. Why? Proverbs 23, verse 7, we won't, we won't read it. It says, because as a man thinketh in his mm-hmm. so is he. So I always pray that. I always pray that. The second thing is uh, I want to show you is in uh, Exodus chapter 11, verse 13. Amen. Amen. Or let's go to Daniel chapter 2, verse 2. Amen. This, I'm just introducing it. Amen. So you see that in Genesis chapter 2, verse 13, uh, the book of Nazar brought his people. Is God showing us the demonic people or a uh, human versus on earth? So you see that he brought his magician, the enchanters, the sorceries, the astrologers. So on this earth, just as we have pastors, teachers, apostles, uh, evangelists, we all, they also have what? Magicians, enchanters, sorceries, astrologers, you know, the wizard and the... Which they, 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 they are all of them, their operations are different. So I always pray against these people. Read it for me, Daniel chapter 2, verse 2. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Daniel 2, verse 2. Mm-hmm. So the king summoned the magicians, enchanters, sorcerers, and astrologers mm-hmm. to tell him what he had dreamed when they came in and stood before the king. Amen. Amen. So I always pray, Father, any sorcerer, any witch, mm-hmm. any wizard, any enchanter, mm-hmm. that his or I command the consuming fire against them now. I blindfold them regarding me. I break their hand over me. Whatever spirit they operate with, I cripple that spirit. It's God should any malams. Sometimes on a very good day, I can go on. Any <laughs> Buddhist, Hindus, Hare Krishna, oh yes, Satanist, yeah, New Ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, are, they are human yeah. vessel, yeah. temple. Of Satan, just like I am a temple of God, so I'm an author. They are, they are. It's very real. They are, they are. Some are not doing against you directly. They are doing indirectly, but it's affecting you. Because the community or the work they cast upon, you are part of them. Amen. So these are basically these are human beings sitting office of demonic or Satan and acting. So I pray against this. Let me show you about the authors. Amen. Second Chronicles chapter 14, verse 3. I did mention that the opposition, one of the things you must always pray about is the authors, the high places. Amen. Uh, the poles, the, the walls of Jericho. You, you must pray against the, the strongholds. Amen. You must say you, you, you command it to be destroyed. May it be broken. Amen. Mm-hmm. Mm. Second Chronicles 14, verse 3. Mm-hmm. He removed the foreign altars and the high places, smashed the sacred stones, and cut down the Asherah poles. Amen. Amen. So, he removed foreign, meaning not God, altars, poles, yeah. secret places, Asherah poles, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay, let me show you another group I always pray. Deuteronomy chapter 18, verse 10 to 11. So, you see that he speaks about the divination, the omens, the spells, amen. Mm-hmm. Divination spells, the witchcraft, amen. Mm-hmm. The medium, the consort, the spiritists, all those people. Of course, sometimes I don't mention them, but all I'm trying to say that I am aware of them. I always, at least, at least, I'll mention three good, mm-hmm. three. But on a very good day, I'll mention all of them. Mm-hmm. Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 18, verse 10 to 11, please. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Deuteronomy 18, 10 to 11. Mm-hmm. Let one 
let no one be found among you who sacrifices their son or daughter in the fire, who practices divination or sorcery. Divination is casting or spells, uh huh. Interprets omens, engages in witchcraft or cast spells, or who is a medium or spiritist, or who consults the dead. So Amen. all, the, all are, these are their practices. So I pray against voodoo because men, especially the Caribbean, is full of voodoo. Oh, it's true, and many of your origin is Caribbean. Ghana, Africa is also full of voodoo. But uh, you see, voodoo is different. Afri African one is more of shrines and idol worship. Yeah. Voodoo is very strong. You see, so I pray against all those things. I don't need a vision, no. By wisdom, they are opposers. If you are not opposing me, I'm free. But if you're opposing me, I'm praying against you. That's simple. I cannot afford to assume that there's no opposition because then I've wasted my time. Because a great and effective door has been opened to me, but there are many, many what? Adversaries. Amen. Praise the Lord. Then, as I said, you must bind the enemy. Amen. Let's read it. Matthew, please. Matthew chapter 12, 28 to 30. So this enemy, Jesus is talking about demons. Amen. Matthew chapter 12, 28 to 30. The spiritual warfare is real. When I say spiritual warfare, it's, um, it's like, no, the spiritual life is real. Because you, are a, you have a spirit, there's a spiritual world. There's a, that's the second dimension. You must double between the two. Let's read Matthew chapter 12, 28 to 30, please. Amen. Matthew mm -hmm. 12, 28 to 30. But mm -hmm. if I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God is come unto me. Or else, how can one enter into a strong man's house and spoils his goods, except he first bind the strong man, and then he will spoil his house? So Jesus was talking about demons, and he called the demon a strong man, and said, first you must bind one. So I bind them, so you must bind them. Satan, I bind you regarding my healing. I command you in the name of Jesus. Take your hands off my healing by the blood of Jesus, by fire. And I mean it, I mean it. I bind you regarding the source. I rebuke you regarding the source. You demon that has been sent unto me, that has been assigned to me. I bind you right now in the name of Jesus. I command you to go to the abbess. That's the strong man. You devil that has been sent to buffet my children. I bind you now. Because Paul said, a spirit has been sent to what? Buffet what? Me. And I sought the Lord three times and said, no, my grace is sufficient. Mm -hmm. So they, sometimes they cannot possess you. Of course, it doesn't matter if you're a Christian. If you give them a way mm -hmm. to possess you, they will. But as a Christian, they cannot possess you. But they can, not that they cannot possess you because you're a Christian, because you've not given them a way. Mm -hmm. So even though you're a Christian, if you go, because the Bible says anyone who breaks the head will be beaten. If you break the head and come out of Christ, they can possess you. But if you are in Christ, they can't. So all they do, they are right and try to buffet you, oppose you, frustrate you. You must bind them. Say so you must first bind the strong man. And he was talking about casting out of what? Devils. Amen. So church, these are just some of the main pillars that I pray against when I'm praying against what I'm asking for which you are to do it I've shown in the scripture 
So this is just to help us. Amen. Amen. And no, some of these things, you are to do it. You are to bind. God does not bind for you. Amen. You are to revoke. God does not revoke for you. Why? Matthew chapter 21. Amen. Verse 19 to 22. Amen. Matthew chapter 21, 19 to 22. Amen. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Matthew 21, 19 to 22. Mm -hmm. Seeing a fig tree by the road, he went up to it, but found nothing on it except leaves. Mm -hmm. Then he said to it, May you never bear fruit again. Immediately the tree withered. When the disciples saw this, they were amazed. How did the fig tree wither so quickly? They asked him. How did. No, please. Continue to the night to find out who is the first. Jesus replied, Truly, I tell you, if you have faith and do not doubt, not only can you do what you what was done to the fig tree, but also you can say to this mountain, Go, throw yourself into the sea, and it will be done. No, it said, When you you have faith, Jesus commanded the fig tree to weather, and the fig tree weathered. And they asked God, How did you? And Jesus said, When you you have faith, you will command. You, you will command. So there are places that he expects us to command. To command. He said, no, you will command. Why? Luke chapter 10, 17 to 19. So I'm just saying that there's a place you are expected to command. So like the authors, you are to pull it down. In the note, of course, in the name of Jesus and by what? The power of the Holy Ghost. So that's why I say, if you are a Christian and you are not living right, you are far. Mm -hmm. Because if you are not living right, how can you command? Mm -hmm. So, for example, imagine you are an intercessor or you lead prayers and you are not living right. You have put the whole church in trouble. Mm -hmm. Plus, putting yourself in trouble. If, as far as you are concerned, you are not living right, 100% don't try to be an intercessor or lead prayers in the church. It's just like you've gone to war without weapons. Mm -hmm. That's how it is. And in the spirit, there's no hypocrisy. Mm -hmm. Satan can see me now. The only way he cannot touch me because there is an edge around me. Mm -hmm. The only way there is an edge around me because I'm in obedience because I have not broken the head. If I break the head, that's it. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. So imagine I am not right with God. Can I command and revoke in the name of Jesus? Mm -hmm. If I'm not able to cast out by in the name of Jesus, I'm in trouble. We saw it in the scripture. I can show you. But read this for me. If time allows, I'll show you. Amen. Um, Luke 10, 17. I'm showing why it's in your power to command. He expects you to do it. Amen. Mm -hmm. Luke 10, 17 to 18. Mm -hmm. 19, sorry. The 72 returned with joy and said, Lord, even the demons submit to us in your name. He replied, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the powers of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. Amen. Amen. So he said, Lord, 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 the demons submit to us. And what did Jesus say? It's because I've given you authority to tramp over snakes and scorpions. Other script, other, there's another scripture that says, I've given you authority over all the power of what? Mm -hmm. Satan. Mm -hmm. So it's been that authority. Once you have it, 
or is for Christian, he expects you. Because the demons will submit to you because of the authority. So if the demons are not submitting, you are the one who is not using the authority. He will not come. That's why you are to bind them, command them in the name of Jesus. Say, Lord, hey, do you know what? The demons will submit to him. When we say, out, then they go. When we say, down, then they come out. Say, because I'm giving you power and what? Authority. Let me show you another scripture, last scripture, last but one. Amen. Amen. To show you that there's a place that you are to command, you are to revoke. And there's a place that you are to declare and decree in the against. Amen. Job chapter 22, 27 to 29, please. Job chapter 22, 27 to 29. Job chapter 2, 27 to 29. Job 22. Mm -hmm. okay. 27 to 29. Job 22, 27 to 29. Mm -hmm. You will pray to him and he will hear, hear you, sorry. Mm -hmm. And you will fulfill your vows. What you decide on will be done. And light will shine on your ways. When people are brought low, you will say, lift them up. Then he will save the downcast. Amen. Amen. So, he said, when people are brought low, you will say, lift them what? up. And you will lift up what? the downcast. The, the King James is yeah. better. Because yeah. he said, you shall establish a thing. You shall say a thing. Yeah. And it shall be what? Established. Yeah. And if people, when there is a casting down, you shall say there's what? Lifting a lifting down. down. So meaning you are to establish, you are to speak it, to declare it. So based on your words, it will happen. That's why sometimes he has said, you will not fail in the name of Jesus. Not like, I know that I'm not God, but he has given me that right on authority. That as I speak it, it will be so. So when there's a cast now, you shall say there's a lifting up and it will be so. So you will marry. It's that simple. I say you marry in the name of Jesus. And you marry. If you believe it, it will be so. Don't question me. Is it God or not? It's up to you. But I'm standing on the scriptures. That has been exalted above all things. Yeah. You see, so I'm saying this, you must, you see, because the worst Christian is a Christian who doesn't take his place. You yes. become weak. Yes. If you're a king and you don't know you're a king, mm. you will suffer, you will struggle. Mm. So it's, there's no humility. That's not humility. That's in the spirit, foolishness. Yes. You shall declare, read that version. You shall declare a thing and it shall be established. So in as you pray, no, no, you must declare. Some people use the word speak into your life. But the right place is in prayer regarding the against you have prayed for. Amen. Please, do you understand it? Yes. Read it. Thou shalt make thy prayer unto him, and he shall hear thee, and thou shalt pay the vows. So note, that he was talking in the context of prayer. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Thou shalt also decree a thing. No, the word also, also decree a thing. Eh? And it shall be established And it you. shall be established unto you. Meaning, if you don't decree, will it be established unto you? No. Eh? And the light shall shine upon thy ways. When men are cast down, then thou shalt say, there is a lifting up. And he shall save the humble person. When they are cast down, you say, the person is down, but you say there's a lifting up. Then, he will save the person, he will yeah. lift the person yeah. up. I just want you to pray two things, maximum three. Pray to about it right now. Pray three-dimensional prayer now. In your own words, pray three-dimensional prayer now. There is a grace here. There is a grace here. God will answer. Pray three-dimensional prayer now. 
pray that three-dimensional prayer now. Lamaka shoko to We believe you have been blessed by the teachings of God's word. For audio CDs, videos, books, and other information, please visit our website on www.devotionallightchurch.com. God bless you.